Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us again in our third installment in the Dual SNP Marketing Series. Our goal is to provide more educational information and real-life examples to agents who may be new to the DSNP arena or may not have even thought about working in that market. With such a huge opportunity and major carrier expansions into this market over the last couple of years, it's become a market that even if you aren't producing in it, you will still want to stay on top of all the changes and information around it. As I mentioned earlier, this is our third installment in this series. Our first installment talked about what you need to know to get into the market, so what are the basics, that 101 level information. The second installment got further into the weeds on plan details, what to look for, and how to decide on which carriers and plans to represent. With this installment, we want to focus on how to actually sell them. What do you do to get started? What do you do once you've already started? And what do you do to maximize your success in this market? So for that, I'd like to introduce our guest host, Mr. Raul Cardenas. Raul is the president and owner of Affordable Insurance and Tax Service, which is a family-run business specializing in all Medicare, health, and life products in Illinois, Wisconsin, Florida, Nevada, Texas, and Arizona. Welcome, Raul, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you, Craig. Thank you very much uh, to you and Senior Market Sales for the invitation. You bet. Well, before we dive in, Raul, I wanted to provide some contact numbers for the agents and brokers that are going to be listening to this interview. Uh, we'll be recording this and putting it in the e-newsletter and also have email templates available, so I want them to know how to contact us if they've got any questions. So, if you do have any questions for either Raul or us here at Senior Market Sales about DSNPs, carriers who offer them, if they're available in your area, or even how to get contracted for those carriers, Contact any of our 30 licensed and certified marketers upstairs here at Senior Market Sales at 877-645-0147. Or if you have follow-up questions or you'd like to connect with our special guest host, Raul Cardenas, he can be reached at 815-394-1800. So let's start with a little about your background pertaining to dual special needs plans, Raul. Tell us, how long have you been in the market and what success you've seen, just to kind of get the ball rolling today? Well, uh, overall, I've been in the, the natural market for the lower income, serving them for about 25 years. Uh, Medicare Advantage, of course, uh, the 2006 inception is when we first got involved with the community and, and looked at it a little harder. Um, as you know, back then, there were not a lot of specialized dual plans. So you had to get right. creative on how to take care of that underserved market. But, uh, yeah, we've been in about 2006, and as it's progressed and changed over the years, we've reinvented ourselves to better serve that market with products, uh, knowledge, and, and just help that underserved community. You bet. What would you say if you could give us, like, a, a, a sign of how much success you've had in this market? Is there a, a fact or a figure or a percentage of business mix that you could give anybody listening to this just to tell us how much success you've seen specifically with the dual SNPs, or is there any indicators like that you could pass along? I'd say for those indicators, I think it's more about um, the, the population change. So it's naturally going to increase in volume as you're serving the 65-plus uh, baby boomer market. But when you're including both the under 65, over 65 dual market, we've seen a pretty much uh, a growth, well over 20%. I, I'd say since starting it, um, I'd say about 
five to ten percent, but in the past five years, the growth is anywhere from fifteen to twenty percent. Yeah, and I would imagine more on that market. Yeah, especially since the last two years, we've seen such a significant carrier expansion too, moving into new places. It has to have just jumped for you as well. That's the biggest reason for change, including just the market naturally getting older. And and sad to say, um, the income has not grown for that market. So a lot of them are falling into that dual market that weren't there before or not expecting it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense too. Now, our audience is looking for what to do once they've learned about the products, uh, they've learned about the market, they've decided to incorporate DSNPs into their product portfolio. So what are some things that you've used or seen others use that would get our audience off to a fast start once they make the decision to actively market these products to their clients and prospects? Uh, one important thing is you really have to know your community. So I'd say the first thing for people to learn, because it's it's a it's a big step, but a, a fairly easy step, is you have to get involved in your community. We, we, I come from a family that's always involved, whether it be a city, township, boards, uh, joining congregations, just to learn more about your community. Give them a sense that you know the products and you know the resources in town and make yourself available as a resource to those places that see that, that, that customer base from day to day. That, that's the most important thing. I'd say okay. um, as part of that, you have to um, join and be close to networks, providers, uh, make partnerships with Agency on Agings. And I can give you a few examples if you'd like. Yeah, um, that'd be great. Okay, yeah. So. One of the key examples that I could give you is that there are local clinics in every community that were not available maybe five, 10, or even 15 years ago. You know, many examples would be a WellMed, you know, in the state of Texas and Florida, or an Oak Street in the Midwest, sure. or GenCare. And reaching out to those type of uh, network providers or clinics that serve the 65 plus community, or even the under 65, can really work out well for the agent um, I know that senior market sales partners with quite a bit of them also. It's about helping them reach those customers with the right products. And, and once again, it goes back to your, your product knowledge and community knowledge. Um, a lot of those are opening up from day to day. So getting to know them, meeting with staff, and just offering your services. Uh, I'll give you a prime example. One of the major, major things I did years ago when I talked about 2005 and six when I started was before clinics were around and before it was known that there was a dual product or it was coming out, I partnered and went door to door to all the agency on agings, all the Medicaid offices, all the churches, all the clinics, all the low income housing. And I offered my services as far as meeting with their staff and offering a, a, a lunch and learn or offering a, uh, a Medicare one-on-one to their staff during their lunch time. Uh, back then we didn't have to pay for their lunches. You know, it was just, I was brought in to talk, but you give them the basics of Medicare you because you'd be surprised at how many places really don't know what it is. If that helps. Sure. Um, I'd say the other thing is food banks and pantries. You want to reach out to food banks, pantries. Um, there's, a, there's a couple websites that I think would become very useful. Um, and I don't know if you want to write these down or not, but uh, foodpantries.org is, is a organization or website that has all the food pantries in every community. I think it's very easy to just log in, put in your zip code, and you'll find pantries that are all around your community. And that's a good place to partner up 
Um, when you go to a pantry, you always want to introduce yourself, offer help, and and then get a carrier too. Give me give you some bags. Um, go buy some toothbrushes. Go buy those things they don't provide at the pantry. Set up a table, and offer your 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 advice to those customers. Of course, you report it to CMS first when you're going to do an event, but you partner up that way. Uh, do you want me to continue, to continue going to this list? I, I have quite a few things. I can yeah, do. definitely. I think that's exactly the stuff they're looking for. You bet. Okay. Well, um, I also have done a lot with um, low-income housing. So when you go into low-income housing, you do the same thing. You talk to the managers of the, the housing and ask to do a one-on-one, not just for the staff, but for the whole building. And you hold different invitations. You keep it simple. You do educational. And you really don't talk about specific products. You just talk about the do's and don'ts of Medicare and I even invite um, resources to go with me. So I'll invite the Agency on Aging to be there and they we do a presentation together which uh, builds credibility and builds trust. So back to the beginning, it's very important that you meet with a lot of those Agency on Aging and let them know that you're there as a resource. Um, many, many will call you from time to time when they just can't figure out where to place the consumer or who to trust that person with because local agency on aging in every community, they may do PDPs, but they're not there to enroll anyone into a Medicare plan. They're there to give advice or, or, or refer. So that'd be very key. Um, community activity. I'd say I personally, my father, we're a family owned business here. I sit on the board of directors for Lifescape Community Services, which serves the local community Meals on Wheels they go out and make sure there's no one in the community who doesn't get a meal per day and then they check they even have an elder abuse uh, hotline and they have uh, adult daycare so we belong to that uh, a local crime commission my father belongs to is actually very useful when you're trying to figure out what to do with with um, people who are um, leaving incarceration which is an scp it's, it's a sad thing but that low income and those people are in a, a tough time so i think it's all about reaching out and offering help to the underserved. And if you do what's right, it's always going to come back around. Always, always. That's a that's a very good way to put that. I know um, not only from doing the, the prior interviews with regards to the dual SNP markets and, and learning from each one of those, but also in a lot of the travels and, and some of our uh, partner programs like your Oak Streets that you mentioned on that as well before. This truly is... You have to get out and get in front of people and really be a part of that community. That agent really does. Um, it's not right. something where you could drive in from three hours away and spend four hours at a booth. It's it's a commitment, and I think that's the big key. But it also proves a point in, in all of those different activities that you mentioned, Raul. Uh, they're the right kind of activities. You're getting in front of the right people. You're providing help. It's not a... It's not a, showing up with an attitude like, what's in it for me? What am I going to get out of this? It's more, how can I help these people? How can I build my brand, my name, show them and provide resources to them? Then, you know, it becomes a two-way street exactly. after that. Exactly. I, I think that you, the wall comes down or a barrier that all insurance people run into when they're out there in the field because they want to make sure that you care first. And that's a reputation we built in, in various communities because they know that when we come in, we're sincere. We don't have to get paid for it to do it, but it always right. comes back to making money in the end because you are helping the consumer. 
you're helping the local community and you're getting compensated by putting them on the right product with various carriers in each community. Um, United Healthcare's are very strong uh, in the dual stint market, as you know. And you then there's more emerging as, as we grow and turning to this, the, the new years that are coming. So I think it's a win-win for everyone. Excellent, excellent. Let's let's talk a little bit more. Let's dive a little bit deeper because you, you mentioned some great resources. I want to just repeat those real quick for everybody who's listening. Uh, the first one was to be able to find food pantries in your area. It was foodpantries.org. Uh, for low-income low-income clinics was freeclinicdirectory.org. Um, low-income housing, you mentioned affordablehousingonline.com. All right. Um, so those are some of the websites that you had mentioned earlier. Now, let's talk more in the weeds about marketing in this area. Tell us where you've seen success out of all of the places that you've done the events and out of all of the community locations that you've worked. Where have you seen the most success and what are your recommendations for marketing dual SNPs in those particular locations? Is there some that are a little trickier than others, but they pay off more? I guess that's kind of what I'm looking for. I guess uh, it depends on the person. You, the, the agent or that manager has to figure out what they're comfortable with before they approach. The natural one that we hear a lot about is your, your food banks and your food pantries. I mean, those, um, that, that community is looking for help. They, they can't feed themselves from day to day. So you're setting up a booth uh, and helping that community center, you know, sometimes handing out food yourselves, but normally when you're setting up, you're, you're doing it to help and they will approach you I mean, you can make it fun. There's a lot of different places where we go, and we actually purchased a a spin wheel where they can choose off our table what it is that they're spinning for. Everybody likes to spin a wheel. It's like the Wheel of Fortune. You make it a little bit of fun. You're helping the community. You're lightening the mood because sometimes it's a pride thing when you're there. They're not real happy about being there. But once you become a friend, they'll ask you for help, and uh, sure. they'll refer people to you. Um, the other one that I think is very, very helpful is when I spoke to, about talking to your local agency on aging, there's usually um, a, a larger agency in every state, whether it be Northern Illinois, Southern Illinois, Texas, Florida, every, every state has one that handles four or five regional ship counseling sessions or, or locations. You, you, you make yourself an asset to them so that they can call you when they don't know what to do with a specific person. You know, they don't know the AEP. They don't know what IEP is. They don't know what SRPs sure. are. Um, that's been probably the largest thing is word of mouth. Um, the other one that we do very well with are the clinics, partnering with your local clinics, um, arranging to maybe uh, get referrals or actually have a spot where you can hold meetings, um, have birthday events, uh, invite turning 65s in to see that new clinic in the community and partnering with that clinic. That, that's also been very, very good and very helpful. Um, fourth, I, I say lunch, lunch and learns, um, taking your local doctors and staff uh, to lunch in their office and, and talking to them about what you do. That's also been very good. That's some good stuff. A couple of those we hadn't heard on any of the previous uh, uh, webinars either. So that's that's very interesting. What about, so I've got a kind of a secondary or a follow-up question for you, Raul. What are your thoughts or, or feelings about retail locations during AEP? I, I get a lot of questions from agents around the country where they ask, all right, do, do these programs work? Are they worth the time? What are the requirements? 
Give us your feedback on what you think about these retail settings with regards to the dual SNP market, like your Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, things like that. What do you think about those? I think that, that they're good. I think uh, an agent needs to be selective in the locations that they choose. When you're focusing on a dual market, and let's say you're going to put 20, 30% of your time into that, as, as we do now, um, mm -hmm. you're going to want to pick a Walmart that is in a community that fix, fits that income guideline or that demographic. Um, you'll want to be careful, careful with, with um, I'll give a, it's a, a funny thing, but going to a Walgreens that has sliding doors in Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois, don't be too close to the door because it's too cold. Other yeah. than that, Walgreens, CVS, and Walmart are great locations to to um, to set up when you feel that there's a, 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 a local clinic. For example, we talked about free clinic directory. There's a, a list of clinics that are by CVS's or Walgreens. They pick up the prescriptions at the clinic, or excuse me, the, the prescription, and then fill it at the local pharmacy. And those have been very um, good for the community, but also good for our agents. They've done very well um, bringing in Medicare Advantages and uh, prescription drug plans during this annual election period. So really, it, it's just like when you're getting ready to do the community, there's a little bit of homework you have to do in. Uh, do first, just to make sure you've got your ducks in a row and, and the information is there. Uh, picking the right place, making sure that you're meeting the right people, introducing yourself to those people, establishing those relationships. But otherwise, it's just another um, great activity and I think that's one of the things that most of the agents and brokers that I talk to are looking for is what is that activity that's going to get me in front of people? And I think everything that you've talked about so far has done a great job telling them exactly this is going to get you in front of people. Would you agree? I agree. I think it's a close relationship, finding the right location. But while you're scouting around looking for a great location is getting to know those managers of those pharmacies. Um, and, and, and they have to feel that you're going to do right by their customer. And actually having multiple products under your belt. Um, of course, that's why we use senior market sales. You have to have multiple products and in a community so that you have options for that consumer. And once the pharmacists and the clinics and the managers know that you're, you know your stuff that way, the referrals flow naturally anyway. And they're more apt to let you stay for longer hours in their, their clinic or their CVS or their Walgreens. You bet. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Now let's kind of segue to a different uh, area. What about training or maintenance? Give us some of your guidance there. I would say when you're talking about dual SNP markets or, or chronic, I think that you really need to make an effort to attend the trainings that are offered by your local carriers, whether it be UHC, uh, you know, the, the Aetna carriers, or depending on the geographic area you're in, whatever's strong there, go to their trainings, use the marketing tools offered by carriers, like your online tools in Jarvis, um, your marketing tools and studios with United Healthcare, Aetna, Humana. There are pieces that are pre-made for those markets um, that make it easier to run, but there's also the training that you can do day-to-day -day on, a, on, a, on a managerial level or on, a, on, a, on an agent level that you can go back in and, and do over and over, not just the certification training, but additional face-to-face -face training or online training is also very useful. And, and we, we kind of push that a lot with, with ourselves personally and our agents. 
You've got to yeah. use the tools that are out there for you. They're provided by the carrier because they're the experts and they create the plans. So if you memorize those plans and get to know them, you're going to have an easier time with uh, success. Well, I think you nailed one thing on the head there for sure when you talk about training. You know, if, if you're in, first of all, the insurance industry, but e- even further down the road on that in the DSNP market, um, things change and they change fast and they change a lot. So you have to be able to keep up with that. So it's one thing to get contracted with the carrier. It's another to have your lead source or your activity source to get in front of people. But with things changing as fast and frenzied as they do, as you're well aware, um, it's another thing to be, keep up with training. So I'm sure that's a, that's a, a whole uh, substantial part of your time every day, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah, it sure is. I mean, you, you've got to know um, what they train you, and you've got to dig in yourself a little bit. I mean, I personally, you have to know what the income, income guidelines are for a single person who would fit into that dual market. You'd be surprised at how many people who don't apply or don't try for getting sure. low-income subsidy or extra help for their prescription or just the dual eligibility for Medicaid to cover their expenses that they can't afford medically. Um, the income guidelines are very important. Uh, yeah. It's a little harder when they're married, so you have to know those guidelines too so that you can be helpful and be a resource to that customer and maybe even help them or send them to the right location to get signed up for Medicaid. That's very, very true. Well, you know, you certainly have covered a, a ton of useful information for us today, Raul. Before we wrap up, I, I just wanted to open it up to you uh, for any final closing thoughts that you had that you wanted to pass along to anybody who's listening to our interview today. I guess I would say it. the biggest thing is, is just look at the reality of, of this, um, why these products are here. There are, there are 8.3 million people who are dual eligible in this country. That's 17% of those on Medicaid nationally. Eight, 8.3 million. That's a lot. Yeah. You have to involve yourself in that community to help those who are underserved, low income. And, and it's a growing community. Sad to say it's a community that is getting bigger because there are not the resources there for them or income or uh, you know, God forbid, you know, somebody loses a spouse and now they're dealing with income on their own. So I'd say the sure. big thing is just to become involved, put your heart and soul into it, and it'll always pay off in the end. It'll always be better for, for the consumer, your community, and then and then eventually you. And it doesn't take long to grow your business that way. And I would suggest moving into that market because you'd be surprised at how many agents don't even think about it or don't care about it. I think it's a great I think it's a great thing to move into and I'm glad you called to ask us to or asked me to be part of your conversation today because it's it's very important to us and very heartfelt. Well, after after uh let's just say I couldn't have said it better and it it just goes to prove, you know, after what you just said in closing there, uh it points a lot of fingers at why you're successful. Um, I could feel it coming off of you and, and just the explanations you gave and, and, and what you're putting into working in this market. It just it speaks volumes. So I appreciate that. 
Um, all right, so as we close up for our interview today with Raul, if, if you do have questions for us about D-SNPs or C-SNPs, uh, carriers who offer them, if they're available in your area, how to get contracted with those carriers. If you have marketing questions, anything that came up in today's call uh, that you want to ask about, I'm going to give you two numbers. I'm going to give you our number here at Senior Market Sales. It's 877-645-0147. Or again, if you have questions or if you want to connect with our special guest, Raul Cardenas, uh, you can reach him at 815-394-1800. That's 31, excuse me, 815-394-1800. Raul, I can't say thank you enough again for your time. I know we are on day two of AEP, so for you to take an afternoon out, I, I truly, truly appreciate it. Um, and thank you, everybody in the audience, and thanks again. Thank you for having me. You bet. Have a great AEP.